rim jobs are important. Rim jobs are always if important. If you have a dirty fucking rim. Then you got a dirty fucking rim. You have a dirty rim. <laughs> I don't want any part of that shit. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, guys? Welcome to the American Allegiance podcast. I am your host, Nick Welsh, and I'm joined once again by my co-host and my fiance, Carly Dory. Welcome back. I'm sure the people missed you. I missed you. I missed your rim. <laughs> just about to say that. Gotta be quicker to the punch. <clears throat> it's good to be back. What's good? What's good? What's what's new in your life? To uh, tell the people. Well, I've never done a podcast in this room. So this is ah, cool. that's right. New room. Okay, new studio. We did the podcast sitting at our kitchen table. And now we have a little Do you studio. think that's going to play a role in how well you do this podcast? I don't know. I'm excited do you feel that. comfortable in this room? I feel like I'm on top of you. <laughs> we are very close. Like if we're being honest. Yeah. Like we get close. This is close. Mm-hmm. This is close. I'm all right. I'm all right with it, but I just feel like we're really close. Yeah. You've brought up that like comfort is important in like how well you, you're able to articulate your thoughts. Like if you're yes. sitting in your closet, you feel the most comfortable. Oh, if you were yes. sitting in like a, a closed room with four walls, that's when you typically are most open-minded and most um, like in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel? in this room doing this podcast how do you feel like i don't feel like i'm in my closet yeah but i think I can well you're not do a pretty good job yeah okay <laughs> big fucking closet i guess we're gonna find out what are we talking about besides rim jobs today i want to talk about <laughs> i want to talk about well that's actually a, i want to talk about that a little bit more rim jobs. yeah not those types <laughs> like of rim jobs but like oh the, so what we were talking about is <laughs> let's fill them, in. Let's fill <laughs> them all in why why were we starting the podcast on that type of conversation? But Carly said that the correlation is if your car is not clean, then typically you're not a clean person in other areas your of your life. Your ass is dirty. For example, your, fucking ass, your ass. So we were talking about we were cleaning our rims earlier. Me and Carly were washing our vehicles and we're like, <laughs> this is so like <laughs> – the fuck we're cleaning our cars cleaning our car but we're also cleaning our, our bitches yeah we're cleaning our vehicles <laughs> and i think it's very appropriate that like the if you have a clean car typically yeah. other areas of your life are pretty fucking clean you're pretty you're pretty squared away i said to nick i said isn't it interesting how like as i was washing my car today i was like <laughs> such a weird way to think but this is what came through my amazing mind i was washing my car and i was like it's fucking crazy how there's a correlation between the amount of times and how frequently, I should say, you wash your car to the amount of times you wash your ass. Like, be honest with yourself. But it makes sense. If you're not cleaning those cracks and you're in not cracks, cleaning those yeah, crevices, right. you're probably not cleaning other cracks and crevices in your in life. If you're in the shower and you're just getting by, you're taking the conditioner or the shampoo and just wiping away and you're you're good. The surfaces. The surfaces. That's all you're doing. Like the bare minimum. You ain't fucking scraping. Yeah, like your car probably looks like shit. So if I look at your cup holder and there's crumbs around the rim of the cup holder, your rim is your rim is probably very (laughs) parallel to that. Am I wrong? And there it is. I swear. Through my head today. Not accurate. I think you know when I get to the point where I start hiring people. 
I'm going to ask for their job resume, obviously, but I'm also going to ask to see their car and how clean their car is because oh, you were going there. Okay. Yeah. What else do you think? You know, I was going to ask many... to see their fucking ass. <laughs> how many times you clean your ass? No. Oh, yeah. As part of the interview process on a weekly basis. How, how many often? Times per week? And I, I need you to dive into that answer a little bit more. When we say clean your ass, are we talking like surfaces? Are we? <laughs> Because I, I want to know, like, organization and cleanliness is important to both of us. Yeah, it honestly is a great interview. But no, I think as part of the process to hiring somebody, it's a good uh, gauge of their organization skills and how clean they are by looking at their car. Because I can look inside somebody's car and say, "Wow, you're a fucking mess." And if yeah, you're if your car's so a mess, true. your house is probably a mess, your relationship's probably a mess, and your ass is probably a mess. And can retweet. <laughs> it's just i don't know like for me i've always been somebody who takes care of their vehicle like yeah. i i like we're it we're big car people yeah like we just are and like we're gonna take care of the shit that we but i think about how our place looks too and i think about yeah. like other areas i'm like okay well, it's pr pretty fucking parallel and then i've seen people's vehicles and i see their lives and they're both a mess so it correlates it correlates there you have yeah. it. All right. Great conversation. But <laughs> what's the actual topic of today's podcast? Today I want to talk about being uncomfortable and how important it is to achieve new levels of comfort. Levels of comfort. I think that's what we're getting into today. And everybody's got different levels of comfort and what they consider comfortable. But what you don't realize is right above your level of comfort is discomfort, obviously, right? It's something that you do or you think of is going to be hard, or you think it's you know not going to be easy. So most people never tap into that level, right? So they stay at a comfortable level. That's what we always try to do. We try to you know create the most comfortable environment for us. But as you move up the comfort food chain, so to speak, and say you do something not uncomfortable for a long period of time, it essentially starts to become your new comfort, right? It right. starts to become comfortable for don't you. Don't give them the whole. Don't give them the whole meat and bones, though. I, I want to dive into this shit. Let's dive into Let's it. Let's make them wait. Okay, keep talking. <laughs> I know you're supposed to keep going. Oh, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I wasn't ready just yet. Yeah. Well, okay. So levels of comfort. So basically, we all start at this this level playing field, essentially of. We wake up whenever we want to. We're doing the bare minimum to get by. Survival. Yeah. Right? That's basically what is in our human DNA, just survival. But how do we define what that basic level is? Okay. The basic level is, like Nick was saying, doing the least amount that you have to do, getting by, and feeling okay with yourself. You don't feel great. You don't feel amazing about yourself. You feel okay. You're but, like, you know what? I can live on this. You know, this is like a comfortable – it's like a comfortable salary. You're not living above your means. You're not living below your means. You're comfortable. You know that nothing's going to happen to you. You're going to wake up tomorrow. You're still going to have a job. You're still going to have a roof over your head. Mm -hmm. You're still going to have food. You know, you're not eating at five-star restaurants. You're not taking a trip whenever you want to. It's not the house that you really want to live in. But, but it works. But it works. It works. And you can be content doing that for the rest of your life. Comfortable. Which we could all. Comfortable. We could all be comfortable being comfortable, mm -hmm. right? But what we all can't do and what we all fail to do is be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And that takes time and it takes consistency and it takes motivation. Um, 
it takes a desire for something bigger than getting by. And I was just getting by two years ago. Well, a year, a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was just getting by. Like I was trying, but I wasn't trying my hardest. I was doing things, but I wasn't doing the big things. You know, there was levels to that shit and I was on level one or two, you know. I didn't have any interest in going to level three, four at the time because level one and level two were okay for me. So yeah, I was going to the gym every day. It's probably more than like the average human. I was, you know, trying to eat clean. I was drinking on the weekends. I was doing what the average basic person was doing until I got the push from an outside source to go to the next level. And it's something I've always thought about, but not something I always thought I was capable of. And I don't know if there's times where you thought that about yourself, but you need a push sometimes to get to another level of uncomfortable. But the thing is like a lot of people get that push, they take it and then they run away from it. So that's where the consistency parts comes in. Um, a lot of you might think like, oh yeah, I've been challenged before. Like I've been uncomfortable, but like, did you stick with it long enough to make sure that that new uncomfortable feeling became your new comfort ground level, your new level one too? Like, or did you run away from it because it was too hard or you got frustrated or this, that, the other? That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the levels of comfort and how staying consistent and really st- like, I'm not talking like weeks, like I'm not talking months. I'm talking like almost a year to like of just lifestyle change, like little shit, those little things adding up to big things, like stay consistent with those things that seem so hard and they're going to seem like fucking cake. You know, that's the, that's the, the big takeaway is you have to stay long enough in that period of discomfort until it becomes your new comfort comfort level, excuse me. So right now we have a comfort level established. Wherever you are in life, you have a comfort level established. You've been doing what you've been doing for a long enough time. You know what the output is. You know what the input is. You know what you're going to get out of life. You know pretty much what to expect from a day-to-day standpoint. And you know if you don't reel too far off that track, then things are going to be going pretty much the same every day and you can live off of that and you're good. And because you've been doing that for so long, it became comfortable to you. But what you don't understand is that there's a ceiling that you got to break through. And if you start doing things that are uncomfortable in the current moment and staying in that new level for the amount of time that you've been doing what you're doing right now for, that becomes your new level of comfort when it's not taking any more effort or any more, you know, work than what you're doing right now. It's just different. And you have to understand that when you do different things, but you do those different things consistently over a long period of time, they become your new level of comfort. So, you know, for example, yeah, like, how do we know, right? Well, let's, let's talk about our personal experiences. Yeah, let's talk about it. So I'll let you talk about your show. And then I'll go into some of my examples. Yeah. So yeah, Exactly. So my show, um, it wasn't even, I'm not even going to say my show, my journey to the show. Right. So before I even had the idea of competing, I don't know if you guys know, I competed, uh, two times in one season. Um, I, I, I'm a beginner. I'll put it out there. Like, I don't know all, all the things and all the tips, but I do know that I pushed myself to a very uncomfortable state to the point where I was doing over an hour and a half of cardio a day, eating string beans and turkey as a meal. Like 
it was tough. Um, waking up at 4.30, doing Stairmaster for an hour and coming home, going to work, going back to the gym to do another workout plus some more cardio post-workout. Waking up and doing it absolutely all over again and not having a piece of food off that plan. So there's a million things that I was doing that was so uncomfortable, right? And like a lot of competitors or whatever, fitness people, you don't even have to compete. You can just go through a very extreme cut to know what I'm talking about. But before I started that journey, I was – I always thought of myself and looked in the mirror like that type of person, like those comp- competitors, fitness, crazy fitness people that I would love to be like, that's a different breed and I'm not that breed. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because this is me. This is my ceiling is here. And, and their ceiling is there. Is there. Yeah. Completely different levels, right? It's kind of like living in a mansion and living in a fucking shack. Like I was in my shack and mm-hmm. they're in mansions and I didn't see myself there. So I get to the the journey. I'm, I'm finally getting pushed to do a show and I'm like, all right, you know, I started prep. Things aren't too bad. You know, cardio is low. Food's not that low. Like we're good. Then the cardio starts increasing. The food starts decreasing. I'm fucking angry. I'm, I'm hung. I'm hangry. I should say. Um, I'm like, drinking eight hydro flasks a day like it was just nuts and i remember thinking you know this sucks like why am i doing this and then i always came back to the same answer oh because i i want that medal like i want to be that fucking person that i don't think i can be Mm -hmm. but i never thought of it that way in the time like i I just going through the motions you're in like a cloud right and now i look back on it i'm like oh that's why i did it because I wanted to be that person and I became that person. But I finally get to the show, you know, I do the show. I feel amazing. I feel great. I look my best. I feel my best. I'm so fucking confident. Like you remember how confident I was during that entire, and I still am. It's just in the off season, you feel a little different, but regardless, um, I was really, really confident and I felt like my best version of myself. And that cardio and that low food became so routine to me that that's my my comfort level now like i'm in the off season right now and my food being high was so uncomfortable for me do you remember that Mm -hmm. i was like i fucking hate eating this much food but on prep all you wanted was that right so i pushed through i pushed through and now my body i don't even want that shit. like i just want to eat my my turkey and my string beans and i can't continue to eat that because i need to grow so that was my next level of uncomfortable was eating more and feeling like bloated all the time like that to me was harder than being on prep at, at some points yeah because you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and like you know as a girl you're like shit, like i'm fluffy again like how did i let this happen but it's like no 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 like this is part of the process like you have to eat to gain. Like we know that. So now I'm hitting the stairs, whatever, trying to do a little mini cut for summer, like summer shredding, whatever. And this cardio that I have, I used to think that this dosage of cardio was fucking misery less than a year ago. Right. And now I look at it and I'm like, pie, like cherry on top. Let's go. Like I'm ready to go. I know it could be so much worse. I know that my ceiling in this sport or in this area of my life and fitness has been broken through. I broke through that ceiling 
And now I'm trying to reach for the next one. I never would have reached that ceiling though, if I didn't stay consistent and just keep doing the little things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what com- what it comes down to. Like I binge ate once and I broke that, I, I broke that promise to myself. And, you know, I got right back on track. A lot of people, they binge eat and they continue to. A lot of people fuck up in their life, doesn't even have to be fitness, and they continue fucking up. You know, they make that one small mistake off track and then that's the new road they're going down. But it's like, whoa, you got to jump back on track. You got to stay consistent. When you miss a day, okay. The rule is you don't miss two. Like you better get back on track. So I stayed consistent and now my my new level of comfort is something I never thought I could even do, you mm-hmm. know? It's that ceiling that you once thought was a different breed of you. Yeah. That's now your ceiling. It's now I'm a part of that breed. Right. I was always a part of that breed. Yeah. I just needed But you to had do a it. mental barrier that said, wait a minute, you know, there's a blockage right here mm-hmm. and I can only get to this point because you were comfort you're comfortable for that yeah. long. But then when you started doing your new routine and your new yeah. lifestyle yeah. for this amount of time, became that your became life. your new normal. Yeah. So to speak. And what we don't realize is that when you do when you start doing something different like that for an extended period of time, that becomes your new normal. And then you look at your old self and you're like, I wasn't putting in jack for effort. Like I really jack. wasn't doing anything. Nothing. You know, we thought we were in that moment because it's all we knew and it's all we had been doing for it's a long all time. We knew, exactly. But when you start doing different things, you start to realize you're capable of so much more. And I'll give you a small example, just something very recent that I've just started doing is social media, the reels that I've been putting out every single day. Um, I never used to be a guy that put content out every single day. And I would look at people that I'd be like, man, they post every day, two times a day, three times a day. Sometimes like, how the fuck do they do that? Like, they're so consistent with this. Do they ever think like people just get sick of their content or like they're putting out too much? Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like (laughs) what exactly? Like, like people just, but they just accept it. And then I started seeing like the people that I follow that would put out two to three pieces of content every single day. And I'm, I look forward to it and I'm like, I'm still following these people. I'm still looking for, I'm still engaging with them. But to me, I was like, that was like a different right. Rome. I'm like, no, nah, there's no way I'm putting out a piece of content it wasn't even thought. every single yeah. day. Like nobody wants to hear what the fuck I have to say every single day like that. So what I had to do was I had to break that ceiling. I'm like, and I made a commitment to myself and I was like, all right, I'm going to start putting out a reel every single day. Like, fuck it. Fuck what the engagement is. Fuck what the responses are or how much likes it gets. Put that shit aside. I'm going to put a piece of content out every single day. So that's what I started doing. I did that for two months and to the point where it was so natural, I was on such a routine. I would come home from work. I would go to the gym. I would come in the studio. I would bust out a reel. I would post Mm -hmm. it and I wouldn't even think twice about it. And I wouldn't even think about you know, the response or think about like, and then things would just start happening and people would just start sharing it and people would start responding to it. And before I knew it, this was a very short amount of time. You know, this is just two months. I'm not talking about like a year's worth of lifestyle change. This is still a process that I'm doing, but you haven't broken the ceiling yet. haven't broken the ceiling yet, but I will say I'm a lot more comfortable now doing it than I was in the past where it was so foreign to me. And it was so like, there's no way I'm doing that like you're just one step closer to breaking it yeah yeah i don't have that type i don't have that amount of material to put out every single day but then when you're in that space and you start doing that new thing you start realizing that it breaks like new idea there's new shit that comes from that space so i would start coming out here doing it and my mind would start thinking i'd come up with these new ideas i'm like oh okay i never thought about that way 
oh, I never like relayed a message like that, or I never spoke that way. And then, you know, I started doing new shit. I started videoing it. Like at first it was just audio. Then I started videoing. I'm like, okay, now I'm learning new ways to video. I know how to like. Now Nick's more tech savvy than I am. Now <laughs> I'm fucking editing this shit. I'm adding captions to it. I'm adding background music. I'm, yeah, and this is you're, all. You're impressing me. You've been impressing me. This is all in like a two month span where if you asked me at the beginning of this year, if I was able to put out, you know, content or I knew how to like. Mic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've invested a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money into yeah. into making this happen, which makes it more enticing. Obviously, when you right. start investing investing it. money into it, you're like, okay, I need to make this work because that Your puts relationship. It is. <laughs> it makes you yeah, it makes you want to want to do it. Mm -hmm. But you realize that when you start doing it and you start doing it consistently and you're invested in it, that it grows more opportunities from that that thing. And I never used to be a tech savvy person. I always hated it. I always hated like you did. That's why hate, I'm like it was so you? time consuming making these pieces yeah. of content and stuff. But now I, you know, I can get in here. I can record a podcast. I could download it. I could edit it. I could add when a caption. When you posted your first reel, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, who edited this for you? And you you were literally like, I did. And I was like, oh, like I was like I was very impressed and I was surprised. But like you never would have impressed me, and that you never would have surprised me in that way. And and I think it's so fucking cool that you're getting so good at this because I'm the techie person in the mm. relationship, but like you're proving me wrong. You're getting stronger in that area and that's cool to watch. But like, it's really interesting how the consistency of your podcast and like, you know, the technology updates and whatnot, like you're staying on top of this shit. You're staying very consistent and motivated. And that to me is sexy. So you guys staying consistent and motivated in those routines and those little things every day, like you're impressing the shit out of your woman. That's another thing. Like you don't know who's watching and somebody's always fucking watching. Mm -hmm. And if you continue down that road of consistency and like making yourself better in whatever way it is, people are watching and people want to be you and they want to be around you. And you just like come across as like an unstoppable human. And I really think like you babe lately have, been impressing me because of your consistency like yeah in the middle in the beginning i was a little upset i was like shit like less time with they that sucks way but then you continued to do it and then mm. it became my new normal you know yeah i don't think it was just the consistency that impresses you i think it's the fact that i took on a new task yes and yes. i was willing to train myself mm -hmm. on something that i knew was a weakness of mine i knew that i wasn't good at that so i was like okay well i've got two options here because i have to make this a priority if i want the business to grow yes. i could hire somebody to do it and i could pay them to figure this shit out for me or i could learn it myself yeah well, god forbid that guy quits you're fucked yeah and right? you're, rel you're just relying on a there's a lot of uncertainty with that you right. know you got you got their schedule has to work. They have to make accommodations. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be in a space where I didn't have to rely on anybody else's schedule, anybody else's time. Yeah. I'm going to come out here. I'm going to bust a piece of content out and I want that content to go live right away. I don't want to have to wait somebody, wait for somebody to upload it. I don't have to wait for a response. I don't want to, I don't want it to come out the way that I don't want it. So I decided to take up the skill, learn it. And I taught myself how to do it. And I'm not a professional by any means, but that's hot. But it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, when you can when you can identify a weakness in yourself and take action on it immediately and become Be uncomfortable. Become uncomfortable for a little bit. Yeah. It's just a, it doesn't really take doesn't long last. before yeah. it starts becoming comfortable. I mean, I would say I was doing it for a couple weeks and 
I actually enjoyed doing it. I was like, oh, cool. I look forward to doing this. What am I going to learn today? Yeah. Yeah, Because I know that it's going to teach me something. I'm either going to, you know, relay a message that is going to help somebody else, or I'm going to think of something in a different perspective, or I'm going to learn something technologically that I haven't learned before. Maybe the audio syncs up perfectly with what I'm saying. And I'm like, oh man, that's cool. I really like that. I want to drop that. Or maybe it's a shitty, maybe it's a shitty day. Maybe it's a shitty take. You learned something about that shitty take. You learned that the mic was set up wrong. You learned that the camera was set up. You learned that you're not good at talking about that specific subject. That's somewhere you have to improve. Like even the losses add up to your comfort. Like they get pushed you closer to your comfort zone. Um, So even when you're like staying consistent and shit ain't going your way and you're not happy, don't give up. Like again, stay the course, stay uncomfortable. Like that, that learning curve right there when you're uncomfortable and you're not having you're not getting those wins like you're supposed to be i'm following the protocol i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing to be winning every day and i'm, I'm uncomfortable and then one day one shitty day is all it takes for you to go right off course mm-hmm. don't let that shit happen the, yeah you said you said something that really worked and what i how i perceived that was the losses in your new level level of comfort are still better than the wins in your old level of comfort fuck god no, I would rather take a loss being <laughs> uncomfortable like that because For I sure. know that it's still a new level of shit that I'm going to, I'm going to learn from than stay in that regular level that I always knew that was comfortable that, okay, it's a win, but it's not really a meaningful win because mm-hmm. I've always been here. Mm-hmm. Like how much are you really going to get out of that? And I would say like on a relationship aspect, you said, okay, that's hot. That's cool that you're like taking something new on and learning it, you know, maybe if you're not impressing your spouse or like they're not super into you at this time, maybe you're going through a rough spout. Maybe it's because you've been so complacent in that level for so long in areas that might not even be specifically your relationship, but it might just be complacency in other areas of your life. And you need to take something new on and you need to take a new level of comfort on and learn something, learn a skill, like do something different. Be good at something. Specialize in something. And that's probably going to impress your spouse so much, even if it doesn't directly relate to her. Maybe it doesn't even involve her at all. But just the fact that you decided to get out of your comfort zone, learn something new, learn a skill, excel in that skill, and be successful at it, and show that you can be consistent at it, Mm -hmm. that's going to directly improve your relationship, even if it doesn't have anything to do with the relationship itself. So- I right. took that away and I think yeah. that's a great I think that's a great fucking point and it's cool that you view it like that because I view the same of you whenever you go out of your way to like okay I need to go on a cut this summer mm-hmm. I need to get in shape because I'm going to do a photo shoot and I'm going to set a deadline to do this photo shoot and I know that you know this is going to set me up for my bodybuilding show next year and I start seeing you do things that become out of the normal for what you're typically doing yeah. your typical routine which is a healthy routine you know we never let each other go too far off we course don't slip. Yeah. we don't slip So we're at a very healthy point, but there's always levels to grow. And we realize that we pick up on that very quickly and we know when we're getting complacent Mm -hmm. in a timely manner. Exactly. that's the thing. You have to identify, okay, I've been doing the same thing for a while now. A little too long. And I've gotten the same results for the last six months or I'm in the same spot as I was six months ago. And if you look back and you, you can identify that and see that you haven't made any progress in a certain amount of time, that should be your trigger to go find something new, find a new skill find to something excel, uncomfortable. <laughs> find something uncomfortable, get out of your comfort zone and stay consistent with that to get a new level of comfort. Correct. Yeah. 
I love it. And I like how we said um, we don't slip. We do fucking slip. We, we do. S- we slip. We do. I want to take that back. We slip, but we don't slip again and again and again. Mm. We slip once in a blue fucking moon. And when one of us slips, we help the other one back up. Mm. Um, I was slipping this off season. I was slipping. I was getting to a body fat and to a phys- physique and I was getting a little too comfortable with the, the nights out and drinks, right? But then, like you said, I recognized, wait a minute, I'm not happy in my own skin right now. Like, I did not do all that fucking work for nothing. It's time to get the whip out. Like, let's go, Carly. You're better than this. But that's also why it was so important for you last year to get so far out of your comfort zone so far. and do so something so crazy and create that new ceiling for yourself because now that you have that as a reference point that's all the time. That's my baseline. And if I fall baseline, below that line, correct. who the fuck? Like, I hate myself. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Because you can always I? look back. You can look back at your pictures of your show or the state that you were in yeah. at that point and be like, I was there. So I'm here now. That's nah, where I nah, need nah. to be. That's like, where that I need needs to be. to be my baseline. And if I fall below that baseline, I'm doing myself and everybody around me that loves me a giant disservice because mm-hmm. I just got back. I just wasted a year of work. Right. So even in your own lives, like when you're doing a new project and you fucking give up and you go right back to that old position that you were out at your job, you just failed your wife and your kids. You did. Because people are always watching. Yeah. You, and it doesn't matter if you're a ground level employee, you don't have any social media. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. People are always watching you. Everybody's a leader. And this is a whole different conversation. We were actually going to talk about leadership today too, We're not. We're but that's a completely different, <laughs> completely different podcast. But, um, everybody's a leader in their own regard, even if you don't think so, even if you're not in charge of a unit, or you're not like specifically the CEO of a company. People are watching you. You're setting an example. Whether it's a good example or a bad example is up to you. And that's your job as an individual to identify your weaknesses, to identify your complacencies, and identify your comforts and set the example for doing something different. And when you start to make progress in that, in that, um, that forward direction and you start creating those new levels of comforts in your life, people recognize that and they say, oh, well, you know, Nick's just a normal person and he leveled up from this to that. So I could fucking do that too. And you may not think like you're some hot shot, big shot, anything, but you actually relate to people because you're a normal person. And because you're stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something different, they feel like they can too. Yeah, exactly. And you are the leader of your own life. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter the job you have. It doesn't matter the people that you, that, you know, are around you, whatever. It doesn't matter black, white, Democrat, Republican, like who the fuck cares? Like you are the leader of your own life and you're watching yourself. Who gives a fuck who's watching? People are watching though, but you're watching yourself and don't let yourself down. Like don't do it. It's the worst fucking feeling. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Like somebody, you can let me down all day. People let me, if I let myself down, Mm -hmm. like I'm stuck with myself at the end of the night. And everybody has that reference point. Your, like your reference point was last year, your best shape, your show, mm. your show time. Everybody has that moment. Now, it's not to your specific standard or level, but everybody has a moment in their life where they were killing it at one point yeah. or they were doing really well. Things were going good. They were in a good spot in their relationship. Their they job slipped. was going well and they slipped. And for every too long. time – They didn't get back up. They slipped for too long. Every time you slip or you stay in that spot – there's a spot that always brings you back to when you were really good. And you think about that every here and there, you think about that and that should be your standard. And if you never hit that standard, then you got to think about like, what's the end of your life going to look like? 
when you're like, damn, I never got back to that one point when I was 24 years old. And I was like on the top on of my stage, game. Yeah. That, that's when you peaked. And that's a hard oh. fucking pill to swallow. <laughs> you peaked at that moment. And you never got back. You peaked at 24. 24. That's sad. Some people peak at high school. Some people peak Did at you high point school. point at me for a reason? <laughs> no. You didn't know me in high school. No, I'm just uh, – you're high God school. For I'm God sure there's a lot of people. I did not peak in high school. Holy shit. No. My, I hated high school. Me too. I was shit at high school. Oh, my God. I fucking I – I would shit went to, on high school. <laughs> I went to two different high schools. Holy shit, you did. Yeah. You're like a little nomad. Yeah. Yeah, you learn from it, right? You, you grow from, you it. Grow from it. You don't, yeah. you know but I mean, you know what? I take everything as a positive, and it's yeah. like I'm glad that I never even had the opportunity to peak in high school because I know a lot of people that I graduated were with football players and whatnot that they were like they're still telling that same fucking story. Yeah. Oh, you know, American athlete quarterback in Rutherford B. Hayes. And I was like, wow, man, cool story, bro. You're 34 now. What the fuck have you done from 18 to 34? You're still telling the story of how you won the fucking playoff game in high school. My dad does that shit. What? Yeah, he always talks, talks about, about high school. No, when it's on uh, the force. Oh, when he was on the force. Holy shit. Yeah. Dad, so I love you, but you got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like a lot of old people do that because the older guys, like, they. Yeah. They, well, it's hard. They to, peaked. When, when, you're, when you're 50, 60, 70 years old, it's hard to get back to that reference Fuck point. that. We're killing it at that age, babe. I mean, that's that's the goal. That's, that's the, goal, the goal is to always create that new reference point, that yeah. keep punching through those ceilings. If you can do that for your entire life, you're going to get pretty fucking high. Like you're going to get pretty fucking high up there and you're going to be pretty successful. But, you know, the key is to identify those reference points. Yeah, you got you to gotta know when to look in the mirror and just point at yourself, you know. Stop pointing at everything right now, and everyone. Right now my reference point is where I was last summer physically. Mm. Like I'm thinking about that body that I had, how yeah. tan I was, how like jacked I was, how defined my shoulders were. I look at that and I'm like, Very okay, nice. that's that's my reference point. Like I'm not I'm not there right now. So – not only do I need to get back there, I need to kill that person. Yeah. I need to kill that person. Okay. And that's my mentality right now is like it doesn't matter if I'm 32, 33, 34 years old. I always look back and I'm like I need to kill that person to be the new fucking mm. – the new uncomfortable mm. version of me. And if you keep leveling up and you keep doing that, if you're always in an upward momentum – I mean think about it. You have no ceiling. Think about how, think about your how limitless you really are if you can always – top your last year's self i think the hardest part is taking that first leap into the uncomfortable and guys like if you're re- if you're listening to this and you're like well how the fuck am i gonna start this how am i like where what do i how do i what do i do next right podcast is over what are you guys gonna do after this what are you going to do what area of your life do you know you settled in and you're slipping and you continue to stay on the ground you have to think about those those areas and how can you cap- how can you take one small step into an uncomfortable position, whether that be waking up earlier so that you can have some time to yourself before your kids wake up, whether that be hitting the gym, going on a walk in the morning, um, sending out I love you text messages to the people that you don't get to talk to as much, but you want them to know that and make and making that feel, you know, you feel better about yourself when you start doing these little things. And there's such small little tasks. I'm not saying you have to do all those things, like whatever it is that you got to do, whatever tasks you have on your mind, pick one. That's where you start. Do not pick 10 at a time. Do not pick two, three, four. Pick one thing and fucking own that thing consistently and consistently over and over. Once you hit three, four months of consistently doing that one thing, that's when you're ready for number two. Do not bite off more than you can chew because that's how you slip Mm -hmm. so fast. Yeah. Don't run 
on fucking water. Mm-hmm. That's, Walk slowly. I think that's what kills a lot of people, honestly. It kills their progress. You know, They try to take on so many different things or they try to be someone who is so far down the road as them and then they try to match all of their habits or all of the qualities that they have and you can't do that. You're right here. That person's right there. You understand that for that person to get right there, they had to do this shit over a span of 20 yeah. years. You can't change overnight and all of a sudden develop and have all the habits that that person has and do that consistently because you're going to burn yourself out right yeah. away. Like you need time for that to develop over time. So you take one task on at a time and you master it and you master it. And eventually it becomes comfortable. It's the new you. And right? sometimes you will fall down that fucking mountain. <laughs> you will fall a couple, like, t- couple steps back, right? You're going to slip one day. Don't let it happen for two days in a row. That's my cardinal rule right there. If I slip for one day and I slip again, I have fallen into an area that I did not want to get into, uh, a slump. Okay? And that slump is going to take a long time to get out of for me. But if I miss my water goal for one day, there's no negotiation. Like I'm hitting it the next day because I missed that one day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, you know, you, you miss it for more than one day. You got to get back on track. Don't miss it for more than one day. Stay consistent. The people at the top of the mountain climbed up the fucking mountain. They, they took the trek. You got to stop being scared of the mountain and take a leap forward and get the fuck up the mountain and be with those people up there. And that two day rule that, that includes weekends. You know, people take weekend, people take that Saturday, Sunday, and that's why their next week never gets back on track because then what happens? You roll into Monday and you're like, oh, fuck, it's Monday. I need a day. (laughs) I'm going to take today easy. You know, tomorrow I'll pick it up. Wednesday I'll be on top of my game. Thursday rolls around. On your weekends, you fucking win. Like if you can stick to all your shit on the weekends, you win. Mm -hmm. You fucking win. That's the hardest. That's hard. It is. It's hard. It's not easy. Like you and I, we haven't had a drink in like, I don't even know. Like we were both just like, yeah, not drinking, summer shredding. Like it wasn't even, but on the weekend. But we've done it so many so times. So we've done it so many times before where yeah. we just go long periods of time without drinking and staying on a diet yeah. that it's like, all right, that's the new normal. We're so we're yeah. back in a, back in your routine. But I agree when you said the, the hardest part is the first step. The hardest part is starting to develop that new habit and really just identifying that okay i'm complacent i need to change i need to do this to change and then doing that for two three four months at a time but once you make that first change and you see the difference that it makes in your life you're more willing to make that second change and when you got that second change under your belt that third change becomes even easier and every change that you make really just defines the new person that is you and your new comfort zone. and you won't even know when you break the ceiling you won't you'll look back a year later and be like, damn, I'm a completely different person yeah. because of all these little fucking changes that you made over time. Yeah. So it's not going to be some sudden feeling like, oh, I've made it. Like, no, no, no. It's going to be a lifestyle and you're going to look back on who you were a certain period of time ago and you're going to be like, wow, I went, I got through the ceiling. Like now I'm working through the next one and I didn't even know it. And there's always so. a new ceiling. Yeah. Always another one. So take the step. Be the leader. Lead your life. Good shit. Yeah, All right, babe. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah, 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 bitch, I'm in my bag, yeah. yeah.